Too Many Comics, episode 151. Brooks, I've got some quick follow-up that I forgot to put in the notes. This is... My brother is caught up on the show, so clearly he oh, heard no. our last discussion. Oh, no. He says, Not only was Deadpool 2 just okay, it was bad until Cable showed up. Love Domino and Wade interacting with Yukio. And then he went on to say he was going to see Solo that day. He was expecting it as a heist... To like it as a heist movie with Chewbacca... And some of the other characters had a cool look, and he's psyched for the end cameo. But I haven't touched base with them as to whether or not he actually liked the movie. I mean, I don't even know what to say if he likes it better than Deadpool 2. I mean, that, I mean I, how do you put this? You don't have to like That's like the tip of the iceberg of the story here. Well, listen, you guys are going to go back and forth on this Deadpool 1 and 2 thing. Uh, well, I mean, just okay, fine. But I, it was, it was, I thought it was a fine flick. I'll bet Solo, not so much. All right, well, I w- I would tune say in next Solo, week. As-, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As, the, as the back and forth, the, the buffering of stories about movies. <laughs> anyway, whatever, it, that's fine. I, I, I listen, that's, there's too many movies. So. That's what I'm saying. So enough for everybody. Speaking of, we talked a few weeks ago of the Venom trailer that came out. And it was a whole new pronunciation of symbiote, 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 that no one knows what in the world is going on. And you have placed this story in here that apparently Marvel has clarified the pronunciation. So Symb- what do we got? Symbiote. Symbiote. Which is what I've been saying, I feel like. Symbi- I, I feel, yeah. I feel like I've been saying it right the whole time. And how do they say it in the movie? Symbiote. Hmm. Well, in the trailer. So that could be a misdirect. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> As we learned last week, don't believe trailers and any marketing. Ginny Slate could say it the right way uh, when the movie actually hits. There might so not even be a Venom movie coming out. That's It's just one long commercial. <laughs> How about that? Just you wasting Tom Hardy's time. <laughs> like he needs the money or, 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 or the attention. And it, but, so, it, but So that's interesting how that, you know has become a whole thing all, all on its own. But, you know, I actually look forward to this movie, to be honest with you. I, I do. Yeah, I mean, I'm skittish as to how it's going to function without, you know, I hope there's at least a Spider-Man cameo of some sort. There's been rumors that he filmed some sort of scene. That has to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's you got to have a way to tie this together. You can't take his, like, major villain and build off this separate universe that has no function with your Spider-Man character i just won't stand by that can't stand you mm. which, which which also i gotta tell you um separate from the movies that we're not gonna watch when i'm home also think about where we can eat i, I miss the local food i mean I, I realize that you are from you know the pittsburgh area so when you come home you hit up like a permanis or or, or 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 like sheets but i i need to i haven't been home in like six months where are we gonna eat well we'll line something up i mean but you live nowhere near the stuff i'd like to eat though because it's a super long drive it is a long drive. You live very far. I'm just saying. Not really. But I, I, do, but I do enjoy eating, and I think it shows. All right, so let's just let's just touch on this really quick. All right, so there was a changing of the guard at the comic store where you and I shopped for years, right? In this is true. Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say any names or any locations, but the uh, the former proprietor, the owner operator, has you know relinquished. The, the reins to, to the store to who? Like a chain out of Orlando? Yes. What? Coliseum of Comics. Okay. You don't, that's how frequently you go. You don't know I've been there. once. 
and they've moved God. to a new location. I need to check it out. God. Okay. Well, anyway, so the former owner-operator has completely done a 180, I want to say, is now going into real estate? Yeah. I got an email this morning. But it's it's not even that as being the shocking part. It is the, the headshot. It's uh, He's classed up. Now, to know, I mean, he's, you know, he's, uh, we won't drop names, but everyone knows their, the local comic shop guy is usually wearing a, a comic t-shirt and some jeans and, you know, especially ours has had, you know, a family picture with Stan Lee that was always hanging behind. And that's, that's how I always remember him is it's just like being up at the counter and seeing that picture behind the, uh, behind him cashing me out. Um, right. you just yeah. have a certain vision of him that, that, you know, and love and, you know, he's all trimmed up in a suit, candid shot, looking good, selling homes. I'm proud of him. <laughs> You're so much it. better at this than I am. You're better at this than I am. It, uh, was, uh, it caught me off guard. When I got the email, uh, I'm on his email list somehow. Okay. don't know if that's because I bought a house a couple years ago or if my email was sold on a list, um, which is probably, you know, that couldn't always happen. Or uh, he ported some list over from the comic shop. Who knows? Um, I saw the name pop up and I was like, it's a, a it's a name that, you know, there isn't it, like it, two people named this with the, with it, the last name. I was like, it, Hey, it, he it took spotted. Me, it took me a minute. To, I'm not going to lie. When, when you, when you send it to me, I was like, wait, what? Remember so. when the, when he bought, or at least when you used to go to the one over in Riverside and you, that one guy that you knew kind of well. And then he went, didn't he go to like become a banker or something? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Major career changes in the Jacksonville comic scene. Well, I mean, I think we've learned it's a real springboard into corporate. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't last long, apparently, with the old comic shop. <laughs> and, okay, all right. I, I, feel bad. I feel bad about it. That, that's, 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 the, that's the reality, but yeah. you're right. Well, I mean, I don't know the specifics, but I hope you made a clean break and made some, uh, some sort of cash on it. So, so do I. All right. Well, did you uh, hit up the Amazon store or some pop-up shop to uh, follow through and watch the Comitology uh, announcement? I didn't. I, I, I could have. The problem is on uh, Fridays this summer, I get off way before that thing started. And to, to, to schlep back would have been like a non-star. I, I could have, but I didn't. So w- what do we learn, though? So Comixology, um Amazon is launching a new comic line through Comixology's platform. They've got original straight-to-digital comics. And then, probably more interestingly, they will be doing some print-on-demand type stuff. And I've seen some takes of some of the bigger blogs that have talked about you know, what the future might be for that. Is there, an, is there a future where something like Diamond is supplanted, where shops aren't having to... Which is, you know, we all know is one of the drawbacks of owning a comic shop is you know you got to pre-order these things so far in advance and you know you right. never quite know if you're going to sell them all i mean it's a shitty business um but definitely so you know some sort of pre-order with print on demand where you're they're only printing what's actually been purchased and you know maybe a few extras and, and a little more streamlined process through amazon or you know i saw someone talk about well maybe you can start subscribing like how we subscribe to digital copies you the day of, you get your digital copy, and then two days later via Prime, you get your print copy if you want it. Um, that type of scenario. You know, I don't know if it's fully been fleshed out yet, uh, but clearly, if Amazon wants to push the envelope um, in this space, they 
certainly can. But I think the biggest thing right now is they've got some new titles. Uh, they're instantly available in the unlimited portion of Comixology. Uh, I have not read any yet, but I did download Savage Game and Super Freaks. So at some point, I will take a look see at those. Okay, so I did. Uh, I did read the story though, but I uh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I, I look I look forward to seeing how good or bad these are, right? I didn't recognize. Um, I don't think I recognize any of the any of the creators. Um, though they can get, you know, it's another avenue to to get some people in creating some stuff. And I could easily see this. Amazon has purchased some TV rights and film rights, I think, of comic book stories recently. But you know, this could be an easy springboard of porting some things over to Amazon Originals, much like Netflix is doing with Mark Mark Miller. Right. Um, so that you know, it opens up a whole new thing for them that uh, you know could be a, a creative game changer. Well, I'm excited for everybody involved. So am I. I hope we uh, benefit somehow. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not what's all about. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of new creators, uh, online game changers, the the peeps at Panel Syndicate, headlined by Brian Kavan, put out a new book last week, just before we had recorded. Uh, we picked it to be the number one this week, and this is Glacier City number one. For a quick refresher, this is Police Chief West Cutters, the only law enforcement in a secluded Alaskan town where everyone has a secret and his closest backup is hours away. There are two kinds of people who live in Alaska, those born there and those that are running away from something, and Wes wasn't born there. Kick us off. Um, so it threatened to be 50 pages, but a lot of that was uh, filler art at the end. Mm-hmm. So we... we, so, so we it, I, I, okay, so we got this guy, as described in the description, that uh, he is the only he's a, a, the only cop in this town, and I think it's population seven twenty something very small, yeah. and uh, they're prone to avalanches and whatnot. Did you understand why they had to like incite an avalanche? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know no, I, I didn't. I don't know if like if it was reaching a point where uh, it was in danger of it like act- being an actual avalanche that's even worse so if you like plan it out and sort of blow it up beforehand maybe something like that i could be wrong okay well you that's my guess without knowing anything okay <laughs> <laughs> a- 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 anyway so in the midst of this all there is a sort of a rough family and and it, it, there was a, a good bit of, of violence as well and uh the the don so it were i don't know the 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 patriarch of this crime family uh, shows up dead in in said avalanche we just discussed, and and it, who done it, and then all and then all at once we get this couple that arrives uh, into this this town. Which why would you come in? Is the question that was asked, and they are somehow connected to the sheriff of the town. The end. It strikes me as he's potentially an ex partner, ex uh, boyfriend of the woman. And perhaps this is who he's running away from. Well, that will be very astute of you to point that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think anything uh, really stood out a lot with this comic. Um, I did like that it, it it flowed very well. So when I opened it up, I was like, ah, oh, forty some pages. You know, we'll see how this goes. It, it read pretty fast. quick. Yeah, it, it, it goes it, it through. Go fast. And I still always love just the different layouts of Panel Syndicate. So it is at least a, a different experience than what you're used to as you're gliding through and i actually read this when i when i purchased it i paid two dollars okay i downloaded both the cbr and the pdf and i actually just read it on my computer right after i bought it and just like scrolled up 
as I was going through. It was a you know it was a nice change of pace from sitting down with the old iPad. So you know, still a big fan of what they've what they've got going on. I think that I would keep picking this up um, just because they they've had a they've been more hit than miss at Piano Syndicate for me. And you know, I, I like the care and effort they put into these. I like that I'm directly supporting the creator. Um, you know, I'm not sure how long it's gonna how long it's gonna go. I like that I could pay whatever I want. So if I keep if I tend to not like it, you know, I could still throw a dollar or two and and pick it up and. You know, think nothing of it because I'm making a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I can afford a dollar or two, but I mean, n- nothing really stood out. The, you got a hard-nosed cop, doesn't want any backup, a uh, potential ex-love story mixed in here. Like you said, a, a whodunit of a uh, you know the mob guy dying. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing super original here, but you know, it, w- it was well put together. I, I dug the art. Um, I, I sort of read up a little bit about the the real city that this is based on afterwards. So I it's like that a, it has a as, as a cool was, realistic tie. That was cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I mean, I, I I you know I looked, tried to find some reviews around this, so it, it wasn't showing up on Comic Book Roundup. Um, so or yeah, Comic Book Ratings, whatever that site's called. Um, I'd probably give it like a B. Yeah, I think that's fair. I I the art to me, I went back and forth, and it being like, please, kind of generic. But then every so often they would surprise you. With I felt like a panel or two where someone would get like their fucking face bashed in on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. uh, hypothetically. Um, yeah, I think in general it has a lot of promise, and I did like that as you mentioned um, the sort of the uh, in, the intel they give about this is a real town, and they, and they actually give photographs of things that we saw illustrated in the book too, which which, which I liked. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I paid three dollars because I mean. I'm, Loaded. I fifty percent more rich than you. <laughs> <laughs> For next week, uh looks like we're gonna be checking out Sword Daughter number one out of Dark Horse Comics, written by Brian Wood, artist Mark Chatter. Sure. How would you say that? Uh I mean I I'm gonna go with I mean you always do Chatter, best, Chatter, best, Chatter. Best, best accent. That's Chatter. there you go. this is uh, the 40 swords came at night and murdered the entire village save for two people the infant elsbeth and her grief-stricken father dag setting off a revenge quest that will span the width of the viking age europe they find the key to repairing their damaged relationship lies in the swords they carry created by brian wood and mick chate sword daughter is a visually stunning emotionally poignant story of parental guilt and acceptance of loss i'm going chater but um, the reason I put this in here was there was nothing else, but also the earlier views have, have, have come back and they're looking pretty solid. I see two tens. Yeah, nine point two critic, nine point zero, I guess user. How do these guys get it? But it, it doesn't do come out tomorrow. I'm sorry, the sixth Wednesday. Perfect. So that so is when new go. comics come out. Okay, why do you have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, what else did you get to this week? Um, it's. Not great, man. It's not great at all. So, uh, obviously, I read Saga number 52, uh, which, again, this book, when it comes out, you can can always count on it being just, if nothing else, pretty good, right? The Will is finally getting back into the the, the swing of things. He's going by the Will again, not Billy, which I never liked. Um, I feel like they have been really dragging out this whole, like, is Prince Robot and his concubine and his child going to switch bodies or not to escape this world that we know? Yeah, 
I feel like that's taken that's taken a while. Do it or don't. I they shouldn't, but do it or don't. I liked his uh, son's letter that he left him as he started to run away. Do you, you remember it from this one? Dear uh, father, D E E R. Sorry, but I cannot join. J O Y N U. I have a H A F to go home. Home is in all caps. Please, with no E, don't look for me. Squire crossed out princeling. That's <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, a little they, touch. Nice little touch. They, they, they do a good job. And I, you know, again, this is one of those books that you can always count on it being, at the very least, very good. At the very least. I agree. Which brings me to December 30. And the reason that I bring this up uh, in, in, in such a such a segue is it occurred to me, and if I'm wrong, I don't think I am, this is the first time we have seen Tim 21 and Andy reunited. And I got a little bit like, not emotional, but like to see those two face off for the first time and just be like, in my head, I was like, they, they, they reunited. They Finally. did it. It was very sweet. Yeah, all these issues, all this buildup, you know, we've, we've seen the story sort of play out from, from both sides. You could tell that this moment was coming at some point. And you, you never... And even to the... You could see it coming now, but they've they've very much slow-played a lot of things in this book. I wondered as to whether or not we were going to see it at the end, or if it was going to be uh, something happens and there's a to-be-continued. Um, I love that it, it's Bandit that he first sees that pops out. And Andy just comes around the corner, and then the blank. You know, I, I've, I think I've mentioned where I, I zoom in on the panel by panel on certain panels sometimes, and take screenshots on the iPad to save. So I've got the full uh, screenshot, long with panel of the two of them seeing each other with with nothing being said. I did say that, so yes, I'm a sucker for that scene as well. It was a it was a goodie. That's goody. Yeah, I agree. Dig the book. These, these people are fake. They're they're fake people. <laughs> There'll be a movie someday, at some point, many years from now, since the rights were bought five or six years ago. Well, by then we'll be on spaceships. I can't wait. Yeah, Joe's a killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, man, I feel like that's it. I think I think that's actually it for okay. me. Well, that's, in addition to those, I gave DC Comics randomly a lot of money this week. So I picked up, but I'm surprised you didn't grab this, but there was a, a Super Sons sort of one-shot here. Super Sons, Dynamut, and the Blue Falcon. Uh, this is Peter Tomasi who did this. Uh, they just gone on a little, he and, and Damian and John gone on a little adventure to uh, help Dynamut save the Blue Falcon, pretty much. They, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, just like the Super Sons book. I mean, it's, it's a little longer read you're you're looking at like basically a, a double issue so you get a little bit of extra story it was kind of nice to see this pop up i remember seeing that it was being worked on i didn't expect it the week after the series came to an end so that was a nice little change of pace good story you know i suggest picking it up since you enjoyed the uh the series so much did i well if not you were lying to me <laughs> <laughs> i picked up just on the cover alone, so Batman and Catwoman are getting married soon. I don't know if you've seen the ads for that or not. Uh, okay, wait. I think I know what you're going to mention here, which is the exchange between Damien and Catwoman about this. Yeah. I I actually saw news over this, and I did actually uh, enjoy that, just from what I read yeah, and so something else. This was uh, Batman Prelude to the Wedding Part 1, Robin versus Rachel Ghoul. This was, a, this was actually a very good story. Some creators that I had not heard of before uh so it starts with damien 
uh, getting fitted for what he's going to be wearing to the wedding with Selena. And then the tailor gets him with a, a little prick of some poison that he ends up hallucinating and uh, seeing the future son of um, Bruce and Selena and what could be a future son who, you know, obviously they battle it out about who actually gets the throne of the bat and you know that the other kid is claiming to be the the legit son of of Bruce blah 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 lots of fighting cool stuff and then you know when he comes to realizes it's it's Rachel Gold playing a trick on him gets the battle him a little bit and then as mentioned towards the end has the little moment with Selena about asking if if they plan to have kids if you know, and I, and I and I don't know much about the the whole Batman Catwoman story I, you know, I don't read any of of Batman proper so just to throw this little wrinkle at at Damian I think is uh a nice little twist into his story that now he's got, you know, another mom to deal with. So it's your, your real mom is Talia al Ghul. Your stepmom is Catwoman. That's quite the, uh, quite the scenario to have. And then the, just the threat of Bruce having another child looms over him. I think it'll be an interesting twist and in, in stories being told about him in the future. So I'm all for this. Okay. Well, there and you then go. lastly, just because it was, I, I believe this is the first, Bendis DC sighting. Um, so this was the man of steel. Number one, I don't read any Superman. I just got this just because it was, and I don't think this is the main, it's not the main Superman book. It's sort of like an offshoot that Bendis is doing before he really gets going. I wanted to see how he translated into DC. You know, the, the last I remember reading of, of Bendis was the, the defender series at Marvel, which we, which we both loved. Yeah. I wanted to see if the storytelling was on point. If, you know, if he could make me interested in, Superman, um, the storytelling is good. It, you can tell it's Bendis with, with just different characters. Um, I didn't really dig the, the art all that much. And I still don't just not into Superman. I mean, there's some scenes on Krypton in here at the beginning. Um, I don't, I'm not really into his whole Krypton backstory. A lot of big time fighting, which is, you know, standard in a lot of DC books. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure how this, fits into the whole Superman story, but it was nice to see Bendis, you know, finally getting back to it. Um, and I may pick up his actual Superman number one or whatever he's got planned, uh, just to throw him a couple bucks, even though only like 20 cents of that will come to him and, uh, just, just see what he's working with over there. This was a nice little tease. Okay. I mean, I get that. Uh, he is very talented that when, is. It comes to, when it comes to writing comic books. That's why DC, uh, hired him away. Yeah, God. I just, <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I, I but for literally super sons, I got no foot in the uh, DC area. So I'm just being honest. I'm not hating. Well, cool. So we have word that Lock and Key has been ordered to a series in Netflix. I thought this has been taking forever. This idea of Lock and Key coming to some type of celluloid. Yeah, it's been thrown, thrown around a lot, and I think that I. Numerous times has have downloaded maybe the first volume of this. I think it's on Comicsology Unlimited, perhaps. Probably. Um, I don't think I've read a whole lot of it, though. It was very well received. I mean, critically, had a lot of fans. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something here, and I probably will read more of it before this were to ever come out. Um, but it looks like the story is that a pilot was filmed for Hulu, uh, and that pilot will not be brought to Netflix. So they're going to be completely reshooting something. So maybe maybe that's why it's taken forever. Well, hurry up. Have you read any of it? Uh, no, I can confirm, though, that Volume 1 is indeed available for Comicsology Unlimited borrowing. Okay. I just did. 
All right, I'll do that because I just did, and, and also just separately, Cloak and Dagger. We're we're getting we're so close. Oh yeah, this two days. I mean, I'm ready for it. Me too. Can't wait. <laughs> it's been a long time. Should have left you. Okay, uh, so Benedict Cumberbatch is a real live superhero. Apparently, he he has saved someone from four muggers. I wonder if he like did. Did he get out of the car and pretend that he was doing the time thing? I want to think he had his people take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Like Jeeves and Ramsey and the other people that he keeps around him. Are like, can you help this person out? So the story is he and his wife taking an Uber to a London nightclub. The car came across a cyclist for the British food delivery service Deliveroo being assaulted by four muggers. And he stopped the car, uh, got out and saved the day. So, you know, you know, I wonder sometimes, especially as I live in New York, I'm sorry, I work in New York. I live in New Jersey. Uh, were I to be accosted by that whole situation, what would I do? I feel, I feel like you you would be okay. You're you're a bigger dude. I am not. What would I do? Run? Submit? <laughs> what would I do? I mean, I was walking because um, I work way uptown. I was walking to lunch not that long ago, and uh, you know I'm white bread. Who cares? And th- these three dudes were walking like opposite of me and one dude like stepped to me as a joke to be like to see how i would react i didn't react because i had my you know music playing i was just like if it was like dark out here i might have been intimidated this is weird (laughs) i'm just i'm just being i'm being real here i'm i'm i uh bruise like a peach just saying let's start taking some karate or something karate Mm -hmm. some sword play okay the wrong friend Carry a little dagger with you or something? A little dagger? <laughs> Catch these people off guard. Sure. Uh, I think it's going it's to come down to comfortable shoes and a decent gait. Run. Run for your life. <laughs> run. My phone's not going to save me. It's a piece of garbage. This is true. It is. Anyway, so, of course, I need to put this out here because we have a whole year to go. So, Chris Helmsworth, Thor himself, has said that uh, Avengers 4 is more shocking than Infinity War, which, what else is he supposed to say? Yeah, and obviously it is. Like, we, these stories are going to end somehow, so how's it going to end? I don't know. Isn't I mean, that the crazy so, thing? Like, we've watched a lot of movies, know these characters really well. We read spoilery stuff. We, you know, we discuss it weekly on a podcast, yet we still have no clue as to how they're going to wrap this up. Well, I mean, now that the trailers have been lying to us, how could we, how could we who, possibly who can know? We believe? So there are, you know, of course, theories that are happening. And by the way, in PS, you work in web stuff. I'm very tired of the uh, cookie acknowledgement messages. I get it. Cookie me. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to just be like, yes, I'm tired of clicking OK over and over and over again with interstitials. I don't mm-hmm. like it. There's probably some sort of plugin that will do it for you. Wouldn't you know? I'm, I'm saying there probably is. Okay, well, as the expert in, in, in this arena, the point is, um, yeah, I uh, the, the theories range as far and wide as the idea that at the end of the movie, the people that we thought were saved are actually the ones that died. That's one theory. That's mm-hmm. just one theory. But let's get to it. You've got less than a year now. God. It's that I mean, exciting. I mean, I said I'll fly home for it. <laughs> I, I did I, I see... Speaking of Thor, I, d- I think I saw on Twitter earlier today or yesterday 
that uh, Thor Ragnarok is going to be showing up on Netflix today, tomorrow, something like that. No, that, that soon? Yeah, I believe so. No way. That seems that seems too soon. Well, do I need to do a real-time follow-up here? Well, I mean, I'm doing it right now, so I'm just saying. Jeez Louise. Here are the movies coming to Netflix this week, and I see a big picture of Thor. So no, is what you're saying. So yes, this is what I'm saying. So, Joins on take... June 5th. Wow, that's tomorrow. And that it is, yeah. Wow. Breaking news. <laughs> I'm okay. That with deserves that. that it'll it definitely deserves a rewatch. Uh, I mean, I, a I, lot of fun. I tend to. I've been, I've been so busy, dude. Way better than Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> we can all, we can all agree. Uh, sure, why not? In this economy. Uh, yeah. So that's it. I want to rewatch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two while we're at it, and Civil War is on there. Go for it. Gosh, so much good stuff. You, you need to just... take advantage of it now before Why? the Disney streaming comes out and they pull all that stuff off of Netflix. Oh, uh, you're right. Because who's going to pay God. for Disney streaming? Not me. I, I won't. I guess I can't. I guess I won't. Yeah. So that's the bad news of the week is that these will eventually disappear. But the good news is it's appearing tomorrow. So give Thor a rewatch and check out Guardians of the Galaxy and Civil War and uh, come up with some theories for how this is all going to end next year in a more shocking finale i've told you before that we're gonna be long dead before this stuff is actually gonna happen this is true because the you know because the acid rain Mm -hmm. and the pardoning yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right peeps well all right quick show that's how we intend them to uh to normally be so go us and uh Check back in next week on uh, TooMinyComics.com and hit us up.